morning, everybody. I'm Charlie Fink. I'm here with Ted Chilowitz. It's this week in XR. Today is Friday, March 11th. Uh, again, our as always, our show is grateful to Verbella for their sponsorship. Our guest today is Blake Kammer diner who is the head of uh, xr programming at south by southwest which starts today i'm off on sunday can't wait number seven for me uh love this love this festival and everybody's going this year ted yeah good morning charlie uh i will just be attending virtually uh which is sort of the last virtual thing and then nab will be my first out in the world uh experience but i will look forward to catching up uh in vr chat and um hearing all the stories. So big news to yesterday. Um, yeah. Niantic gobbles up another XR company in their quest to build the game engine for the real world. Mm -hmm. And a good organic fit. We had uh, we had the uh, the founders of 8th Wall on uh, a little while ago on the podcast. Uh, Eric so Murphy, Victorian. Yeah. And um, I, think, uh, I think that's a good move. I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's an organic fit for Niantic and a and a, a piece of the puzzle that they needed to do a, a non-app-oriented uh, delivery of AR across the platforms, right? Right. So well, the whole point is Niantic wants to build an appless ecosystem for XR experiences, mobile AR experiences. So uh, I think this is a big step. They got 60 AI last year. Uh, two years before that, they have acquired computer vision experts, Escher Reality. So the pieces are coming together for them. Right. And I do think that there is a substantial opportunity to take this away from the incumbents Unity and Unreal Engine and really make it the AR platform for the real world. Mm, yeah, that's an interesting perspective that uh, I wasn't actually thinking about it that way, that it's kind of a, a fight to the death, but um, I was thinking more of a sort of collaborative effort. Oh, I don't think it's a fight to the death and plenty of people will keep using uh, the incumbent platforms. I mean, Unity has an ad server built into it. So right. I, I don't think that uh, the world is going to flee right away. I just think it's a really neat way to deliver XR. Anybody with a browser and a camera on their smartphone is able to do AR and without uh, downloading an app. Yes, so, just opens the ecosystem even more. And, and they've been out, they've been at it for a long time, right? They've had a lot of corporate clients and a lot of provability and They've had good success, and now um, that's a smart acquisition moment. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm excited about their new platform, Lightship. It's something they've been talking about for years as they've tried to diversify away from Pokemon Go. Right, and so far, you know, Pokemon Go still proves to be the snowflake, right? That <laughs> is their giant cash cow and their success point, and, you know, the other things they've tried have not really uh, proven anything even close to it. Uh, but, you know... Just like with any entertainment-oriented uh, company, you've got to keep trying and you've got to keep at it. So they're going to add more pieces to the puzzle yeah. and see what happens, which is good. Um, interesting the way that uh, startups go today, right? It's not like they have any prayer of ever really going public or being a long-term enterprise. They're always yeah. built. They're always built to be acquired. Yeah, maybe the only sector that is showing its strength as trajectory into long-term sort of platforms is the earn-to-play gaming space. Um, so far, unless, unless you have uh, some touch points that I'm not remembering, the earn-to-play uh, game groups like Sandbox have not uh, been acquired. They are just growing uh, and capitalizing. Oh, sure. I mean, VRChat hasn't been acquired. And by the way, the interesting news from VRChat that we'll get to in a minute 
Um, so, right, you get to the size of Rec Room or VR Chat near a unicorn worth over a billion dollars, then it becomes more than just a little amuse bouche. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Let's let's get to the other news. I brought up VR chat for two reasons. One is they're the platform that South by Southwest is using, and maybe we'll talk to Blake more about that. And um, they also introduced, uh, you know, they augmented their avatar system so that now you can, you know, touch hair, comb hair, right, uh, and, and, uh, more and you know, yeah. have have a nose that honks and yeah, wiggle your like ears or spread stuff. your wings. Um, and it's the, it was the number one most requested upgrade, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, people want to uh, sort of feel those reality simulations, right, and, and play around with stuff. So that's cool. I think it uh, again, and I, I make this reference all the time. It goes all the way back to the the we and the me, right? People had so much fun designing their me's in the pre-metaverse space of uh, two-dimensional VR gaming, and that holds that holds true. And, and when you look at a lot of the big platform games. Uh, people that get into those those games spend a huge amount of time customizing their customizing their avatars and and building them up and and skinning them and so forth and so on. So, makes sense. Well, I see Blake has entered the chat room, so maybe right. we'll invite him in um, right now. Here we go. Blake Camerdiner. It's the head of XR programming at South by Southwest, which starts today. It does indeed. Oops, coming on. Hello. Hey, <laughs> how are you, sir? Darling, Ted, how are y'all doing? Great to meet you. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. It's wonderful to be here. You know, uh, uh, this podcast is really, uh, although it, it's popular with many people in tech, uh, in particular, we focus on XR. And it's one of the great things about how XR has developed is how it's been embraced and given, you know, home before it really had any scale at places like South by Southwest. So uh, you guys have been visionaries in this category, and I can't wait to hear what's in store. So, um, you know, tell, tell us... Uh, Tell us how it's going to play out, big picture, and then we'll yeah, give us the the, the real <laughs> and the virtual and how they're merging together this year. Because I know that's well, yeah. I mean, we're we're super pumped because you know it's starting. Like we're here on the ground in Austin. We're uh, we're building out the uh, our XR experience exhibition right now, um, just below me. <laughs> and um, and you are, where are you this year? You're not in the Marriott. Correct. Yeah, we've moved over to the Fairmont. Um, so right at right beside the um, convention center. Um, it's a bigger ballroom. It's beautiful. It's a really wonderful space to be in. We're very excited about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're building it out right now. Um, we have, you know, South by has started at large. We have sessions going, all of that kind of good stuff. We have activations out on the street everywhere. People are, people are flying in every second. <laughs> I see somebody new. It's so exciting. Um, Cause you know, this is the first time we've been on the ground in three years, so since 2019. So uh, we're so, so pumped. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have our XR exhibition starting uh, in the Fairmont. It starts on, it runs for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, uh, 13th through the 15th. It's on the third floor in the Congressional Ballroom. Uh, there, it, there we have primarily our, like our XR Experience Spotlight and XR Experience Competition sections from the Film Festival lineup. Um, and then we're going to have a load of special events 
Um, and we're going to have a couple on the ground and then a bunch uh, in our uh, VR chat world um, that we've that we produced again this year, which we're super excited about as well. So it's the XR Experience World. A shout out to our um, you know partners at Fluff World for helping us put it on this year. And uh, that we're, we're going to have live sessions in there. We're going to do uh, like we did last year, which are a lot of fun meetups, parties. This year we have a lot of actually um, meetups and parties. Some... Where's my invitation? I've left out. <laughs> no, just we're we're popping them up. We're popping them up, up on the schedule. We're popping them up on, on the schedule as we speak. You want so, to hear something um, funny? You know, usually yeah. there's lots of dinners and you know prearranged rendezvous, but they're really aren't very many this year. I think it was sort of like everybody was surprised that it actually happened. So there wasn't a lot of this, you know, planning a year in advance, right? The way some companies do. Yeah. It's funny. It's all of those, they, they are popping up. They like every, every day I start seeing other people, like new people who are like, I just decided to get on the plane and then we're going to do this, this dinner over here. Can you join us? Can you come in every day? There's more of that coming. Uh, it's super exciting. Like, I can't tell you how many people have literally hit me up over the last like three days. Been like, We're coming to Austin. We changed our mind. We're coming. You I, know. Know. I know everybody's going to be there except for Ted Chilowitz. Yeah. I'll be just in the virtual Blake. I've got one more year of, uh, of holding out that I'll be back next year. Blake and I've spent tons of time together over the years. Yeah, so. we have. And, and it, and it's, it's good. That's why we have that space also. That's actually the super exciting part about it, right? So, um, you know, it was, it was, we learned a lot last year when we did our online um, uh, event only. And yep. so we were able to like bring, learn from those, learn from that, bring those like best parts from that to the live event. And well, I don't, we have people I don't around the world do, who can't, still can't come. Mm -hmm. I don't Go want ahead. you to do self-criticism, but what were the things that you learned last year that you think you're addressing this year? Um, you know, honestly it's like space we had a lot of space and so we condensed it down a little bit this year you know um we, we brought it all into like one world with with a few venues within that um so at least in in that in the virtual space right um and then and then we were able to kind of like because we did that really quick last year and so this year we we're able to plan a little bit more in advance we have some more like live performances and uh connected events from around the world that we're really excited to bring out this year yeah that you're promoting time. specific things as opposed to last year where it was just sort of a gather and catch as catch can yeah this year you actually have a schedule right that you're we do absolutely mm -hmm. yeah go if you go to our schedule you can go down to the actually like search the venues search vr chat and just like find it all in one place it's real mm -hmm. great search vr chat that's great so people can uh search vr chat on the south by southwest site on the south by south southwest schedule schedule.sxsw.com great so blake how long have you have you been programming xr at south by southwest uh i started it actually the on, on the physical installations with a with a small little one room in the in the hilton in for the 2016 event um that's that's when we did we, we were planning stuff yeah yeah, we were planning on, they were like, we started, we we're like, well, everybody's talking about it. Let's do, let's do the conference. And like instantly we were like, okay, we're going to do a, a AR VR track in the conference and bring it all together in one spot. And, but we hadn't actually planned to have the physical installation that I was like, we have to, we have to, we have to, <laughs> we, we fought it uh, all year long. And then they were like, okay, yeah, you can have this room. And in that room was, you know, 
verse at the time which is chris milk's uh company and um we had nani de la pena was in there um and several other wonderful independent uh creators who were really diving in and um exploring the space and it was just super popular the whole time and then so then the next year in 2017 we began uh what we call the virtual cinema um which we have now changed the xr experience for this year just um you know that was early in the days and that <laughs> virtual cinema now has like a very specific uh you know meaning to a lot of people so now you know the xr experience just expands that and really and this year's program shows some of that with you know we have the ar we have vr we also have some audio experiences and some you know more um physically engaging experiences it's, a lot, it's going to be a lot of fun and before this, you were working on the film side, or you still are? Yeah, I still am. <laughs> I do a little bit of all of it. Uh, I, I program on the uh, feature film side and a lot of the episodic stuff as well. Um, and then uh, we program in the conference for on the film side, program on the, all the XR uh, sessions in the conference as well. Oh, well, cool. Thank you for all these speaking engagements. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pleasure to have y'all. I mean, you know, like we, we want, it, it, it brings everybody together. And, yeah. You know, we love it. I think that's kind of one of the best things about South by Southwest. You know, it's broad enough that you're consistently surprised, uh, yet it's narrow enough to attract the XR community. So it, yeah. it really is super useful to me because I get to consume so much, yet both familiar things and then things I never expected. The serendipity is one of the best things. And also, you know, it's the people you run into, you know, some exactly. of whom you don't even really know that well. Uh, and you end up spending the night with, you know, spending, uh, going to a bar with them and seeing a music act. Uh, we did a lot of that, Ted, you know, just suddenly there's a group of 12 people, you know, yeah. going into uh, a bar on 6th Street to see some band we never, ever would have heard of. Right. Well, and it's interesting, you know, the arc over the years of this, just like as we track the, the dynamics of change around the medium, um, I'm recalling fondly and sort of terrifyingly the year that Ready Player One did their huge installation. <laughs> huge installation. VR. And yeah. I think maybe that was just the highest point of sort of exhibition VR that was that was so put out into cool. the world. That was epically yeah. cool. I think there was also the uh, to promote Westworld, they like built an entire town. Yes, and exactly. lost everybody out there. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, that yeah. was that is that literally is still like I hear people like, like they're like oh South by that's where they built Westworld, right? You know, like they, they gave the you a giant hat, right? I know. I still have mine. Yeah, it's that type of immersive installations, like uh, across the board. And you, the interesting thing, like you were talking about, it actually injects, I think, uh, this new like um, vitality. It like grows the immersive community every time, every year. It like gets a little bit bigger just because you're introducing all these new people who are working in different aspects of the space, which are just so fascinating. And um, it really helps to kind of think help build and expand and evolve the whole medium and the whole, whole community, uh, which is, you know, the, the pleasure, the, what gives me the most pleasure about what we do. How, yeah, how do you select, how, how do you select the XR experiences, right? Lauren Hammond from Tribeca, you know, travels around and stays in touch with artists and kind of cultivates exhibitors of, he's not there anymore, but he was a terrific curator for XR at Tribeca. So I'm just wondering, do you do that or is it more the film festival model where people kind of know at this point that there's a big opportunity and just come to you? I do a combination of both actually. And and 
Lauren actually is on our jury this year. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see him. He'll uh, get to see him hopefully later today. Uh, so um, uh, yeah, we do a little bit of both. So we have an open submission platform. Uh, people do submit regularly. And then, and then I do regularly. Well, I haven't traveled, traveled, no, of course event, not. Of honestly, course. <laughs> but I spend most of my extra time actually um, hitting the markets and just meeting with creators and just like seeing uh, who's working on what, because it's, it's a, just such a great place and great way to meet people. And um, I always was just want to meet new creators because every time you meet a new creator, you're going to see a new idea. And, I'm, you know, that's super exciting for us. So uh, how many people in the exhibition are repeaters? <laughs> that's a good question before um i couldn't give you an exact number off, off the top of my head but we actually have a whole I mean, we, a, third, we always a, third, have, a quarter i think this year maybe about maybe a maybe a quarter in terms of directors um and then maybe another handful of like producers and stuff who have been work, who've worked what is what is the rubric that you use right what's the sweet spot what kind of experience um really works great in this context it's uh, honestly, I take a, I take a, a project approach first, right? So I really do. I want to see the projects. I want to, and and I look at it. We actually program on a with a couple things in mind. We're we're looking at storytelling and we're looking at like uh, art, art, uh, an artistic uh, point of view, right? And so we're looking at those two things, and that's kind of like the basis around uh, our pro the the program that we build out. Um, and that's really where we start. Uh, and then and from there. I really let the content from each year and like what has been built and what has been available dictate what what the overall floor looks like. Well, I have what, what I have it, my my own about. version of that, which is my weekly column, uh, and you just take what the week gives you. Yeah. And and I was you know I used to program the New York Musical Festival uh, back in the day, and you know some years we had so many terrific shows, and other years you know there was a lot of like. Well, you know, we need 12 shows, so. <laughs> I guess this, you never know, right? You never know what's going to show up. We'll be kind of limp through. It's an interesting process on the exhibition front because as, like, I'll start with the first chunk where I'm like, yeah, we're, we're doing this, we're playing, and then we'll start talking about space because we have to program to space as well. And so then that's when we were like, okay, what does your activation look like? And we start those conversations. And then as we start building out the footprint, we're like, okay, well, we still have this corner over here. We could program a couple more pieces. And that's how we actually build out the floor. So it's a, it's a process. So you provide the space and the creators bring the equipment and headsets and so forth and, yeah. and provide the uh, manpower to uh, attend the booth. They do, and it's actually, a, and we have a different model than a lot of uh, events where we have an open door to all of our badges, and we, each day, our attendees can come in, and then they can sign up and at each individual booth for the available slots for that day, and what it's done is it's created an interesting thing, those two things, like having the creators provide the, um, you know, docents and the experiences, because a lot of them are in there themselves, so then we have a lot of the creators in the space the whole time, and then we have all of our attendees in this space at the whole time. And it's created a wonderful community that is just like, it feels alive in that room. It's a lot of fun. Um, that's great. I would also say about the XR exhibition, so many things are one of a kind. 
you know, and they exist only in the festival. Meow Wolf did one, I think it was 20. Yeah, yeah. the wolf thing was amazing that year. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was really cool. Uh, you know, Nunny has shown, uh, as you know, many times. And, you know, these are very, you know, her Noah experience was quite extraordinary. And that's not the kind of thing you can just put on your headset and yeah. uh, find in the Quest store. So, um, well, we have some other interesting things this year as well, kind of on the special event side and actually oh, attached with our tell, art program. Tell us. I see you have a, a physical <laughs> film that plays out for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gondwana, it, it plays for 24 hours. And the cool thing about that is, so we, two things, we have a lot of our projects, a good percentage of them on a new platform called Bast, um, which was produced by Sandman Studios. And it's a social environment where all the projects can live. You can go in, download them, and Gondwana is one of them. So on the exhibition floor, you, you know, it's playing about uh, eight hours of it, right? But you can go in and actually see more uh, components of that content uh, in the online version, which is super cool. And then some of the other special events that we're going to have, like we're going to have an NFT gallery um, produced by Marcel.art uh, and where we brought in like the eight different curators um, who all like curated a selection of NFTs. So we'll have a gallery like that. Um, we have a, an art exhibition by uh, ScanLab um, called Framerate where they, I mean, it's, it, I, I can't wait to see it. They're, everything's being built out today, but uh, it's like a time-lapse. They did time-lapse LIDAR uh, capture of environments and over like a year's time. And then so there'll be projections of these different environments um, that they, you know, did point cloud work on and to watch the uh, degradation and the change and evolution of these spaces over, I think about a year, it's super fascinating. So, uh, and then Miro shot, uh, I, have, I know a lot of people have been anxiously awaiting Miro's shot to come over uh, to America. We were gonna have them uh, show in 2020 actually. And so uh, Miro shot, for those of you who don't know, is a band that has uh, Anna Tech, collaboration where they uh, have these VR um, uh, showcases where th they've built in this app that does pass through and brings you in and out of the VR space as they play their show. It's super exciting. And we're really excited to have a full night of showcases with them. Yeah, that's my that's one of the top things on my schedule. Yeah. Um, we had Ann McKinnon, who's one of their artistic advisors yeah. on our show, I think two years ago, talking about Mirror Shot. So uh, they've come a long way. Being featured at South by Southwest is a really big deal for, for a music app. And, and, and I would add, it's one of these hybrid experiences where people not only are in and out of VR, but they're in and out of the headset. So it's not, you know, so you're in this concert and some parts of it are, are in VR, but there's lots of multimedia going around. Even there's a lot, even if you don't have a headset on. So I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that people knew that it was still a straight up music act that can be in sure thousands Perfect. of people at the same time. So um, really excited to see that. Um, and what, and uh, what else is that? Did we cover everything in immersive? But what, is there anything in the film program that somebody interested in tech would take a look at? Oh man, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. There, there, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff. We always actually program with a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to be able to tell you off the top of my head right now. <laughs> well, we it's a massive program. We have like uh, 90 or 100 feature films ish, um, and we have a lot of really strong documentaries this year um, that we're really excited about. Um, so just definitely check out the schedule and dive deep into it because it's super exciting, super exciting. 
Uh, there's also the installations are back. The installations are here. So like if you're in town, uh, there's uh, let's see, we have um, uh, spatial holodeck um, is going to be here. So there's a lot of there's a with Meow Wolf again actually doing. Oh, some what, what is Meow Wolf doing? Another excite, like I said, another installation based around uh, with spatial holodeck. So all all that's immersive that's our audio. And, yeah, exactly. And then and then we're gonna have Dolby.io here, where they're like you know advancing uh, the spatial audio again in in a new way. So that's you know super exciting. And then I mean it's it really is it's back full force. It's crazy. It's crazy to see it. I, over the last two weeks, we've been seeing it all build up around town, and just like the uh, anticipation is like palpable. It's amazing. Well, congratulations! I can't wait to see everything. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited. You, wh when are you gonna be here? I'm flying in Sunday and I'm leaving Thursday. I speak Wednesday. I'll plug myself. I'm talking about the metaverse Wednesday at 11.30 with Philip Rosedale, Rafa Alacamera, and Timu Tok of Ready Player Me. So hope to Perfect. see everybody there. Uh, Ted? And be sure and... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I almost forgot to shout out our keynote, uh, our immersive keynote with Celine Tricart, who's just such an amazing creator and we're super excited to have her. She created um uh the key which is an award-winning project on ladies vr and she's working on immersive games right now and just super excited she'll be on monday at one o'clock the key is also in the quest store for those of you who are not who are not going to be at south by southwest uh, you, i realize right now you're sitting there with a huge amount of fomo uh as ted is <laughs> Uh, but we'll have a full report next Friday. Uh, Blake, great to see you. Look forward to seeing you in the reel. Um, Absolutely. Ted, Ted, you will be missed. I will, I will catch as much of it as I can on the virtual platform uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you in the reel a year from now. So <laughs> Absolutely. Can't wait. All right. I hope it won't be that long for me. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye.